0: Okay, cool. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to the 12th Man Podcast. We're live. You got Blaine over here. You got Brooks on the other side. Brooks, say what's up to the people. What's up, everyone? It's coming off of a crazy week of football over in England. Things going crazy in Manchester. But before we get into that, let's get into this. Let's go through a couple of quick hits and talk about some of the hot things that went around or happened uh, throughout the weekend. So first things first, after a crazy week of Champions League football, It looks like we might be on set to see another English final, both in the Champions League and the Europa League. Um, We got Chelsea and Real Madrid, where Chelsea looks like they have a little bit of an advantage, as well as Man City and down in Europa. What do we got, Brooks? We got Man U and we got Arsenal. Man, you looking really, really, really strong. Man, you looked
0: really good. I mean, they, yeah, you're absolutely right. Man, I took what seven past
1: them. (laughs) Dude, I lost count. I lost count. It looked like an exhibition against the cosmos of New York City. It was nuts. No
0: mercy. It. No mercy. I mean, yeah, I remember. uh, I I was just recently, like, what was this? Twenty? I don't know. Less than, I guess, two years ago. Was that a? champions league game in rome and now that's like nowhere near what it's looking like it's going to happen
1: anytime soon so yeah Ed and crazy Ed and jacko didn't have any answers i don't even know if Ed no. and jacko played man no one played they were playing a bunch of ghosts
0: haven't been seeing that
1: guy for a while yeah you're right looking like a ghost out there looking like a ghost anyway you know so good good luck to the european or to the english clubs i mean good luck i personally I don't know about you personally. I'd like I'd love to see PSG figure out a way to uh get past Man City, but it looked like uh Mbappe picked up an injury and I don't know. <laughs> that's that's their guy anyway. I don't know. Yeah, well, he...
0: I... Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry. Um no, I was gonna say, I mean, yeah,
0: he, he, he definitely he had there was a stat that showed up and it said that Mbappe had less touches. Uh, than the goalkeeper than Caleb Navas, which is insane. Um, yeah, that's, like, they just didn't look it. I thought, you know, the first half, I was like, okay, like PSG might be going through. This would be amazing. I mean, if you could see Mbappe hold the World Cup, League, um, Champions League, and potentially even uh, the European Championship, all in, you know, at, at his age, that would be amazing. But yeah. City just looks too good right now.
1: They look too strong, man. Too strong without a striker. Okay.
0: <laughs> No strike, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll find out. uh, I think, I think tomorrow, right? Is PSG Man City tomorrow, or is that? PSG
0: Man City is tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. So very exciting.
1: Oh boy, looking forward to that one. Yeah, set set your alarm clock. Don't don't sleep on that one. Okay, other other interesting kind of kind of European news. So I don't know if you heard about this, Brooks or not, but uh, so right now, Bayern Munich are on track to like win like their ninth like Bundesliga title, like, uh, in a row. And, um, so their coach, uh, uh, heinz flick, right. Great coach yeah. came in about halfway through last season, got him, you know, to win the champions league, the Bundesliga DFB polka all like they won like the or <laughs> They won everything there was to win. They did the whole thing. They did the whole dash. Anyway, German, German manager looks like he's stepping down at the end of the year, we don't know if the Bayern Munich coach is going to be the German coach, but that's basically the tradition, and he's put everybody on notice letting Bayern Munich know at the end of the season he's going to look at some different opportunities. So what do Bayern Munich do? The dogs they are. These dogs. This is, this is why like, Bayern Munich's a great team, and they, and they do everything they need to do to remain great. Earlier, earlier in the January transfer window, RB Life said, you know, they're chasing these guys in the league. They're giving them a run for their money. But I mean, it's like, you know what? We're going to take your best player. Got him to sign a contract while he was on holiday. Mid-season, yeah. they announce it. That's a shot. That's a shot. The team's hurting. They're looking at him sideways in the locker room. <laughs> it was, do you want to be that guy? Yeah. No, I don't want to. I mean, it's like, do you want to be the guy to play for Bayern Munich? Yeah. Do you want to be the guy to leave your team halfway through the season? Yeah, that's like Steph. That's a Steph Curry, right? Or not Steph? The Kevin Kevin Durant. You know. Yeah. You know, can't beat him. Join him. Dio umpa joined him, and when you know what? This weekend, base they, they've all but leaked that they're join, They're going to sign their coach now. Took them right. You know. Oh, your club's within six points of us. You know what? Stomp them. Stomp them deeper in the dirt. Let's take it to coach and make sure they never win any silverware here in Germany. There's only one club that can shine over here. And it ain't Dortmund, and it's not RB Leipzig. So I just I, – I thought that was crazy, man. It's like like in no other league do you see that kind of cra- – like like that would never happen. At least – I mean, I feel like a few times like you sign like competition from other Premier League teams, but you never take their best player. Like that would be like Man City going out and signing like Bruno Fernandez. I mean, if you're saying Bruno yeah. Fernandez is man used best player, like I just I mean it, lately he has been. Yeah, exactly. And it's like I like I don't think any like there's too much pride for any Premier League club to let that happen. I mean, I guess a similar thing happened in France a few seasons ago when Monaco loaned they didn't even sell them, they loaned Mbappe to PSG. You remember that?
0: Yeah, that was like okay. Like we we were really not selling him yet, but everybody knew he was gone. He, everybody knew
1: that that was. It's like it's yeah. It's like I don't. It's like you got like an older sibling, and you got something they want, and they're like, "Listen, we can do this the hard way, or we can do it the easy way." <laughs> like, <he's, Yeah>. Well, <laughs> well, you're right. I
0: mean, I. But what unfortunately does come to mind is how often Arsenal have sold their best player. Two.
1: Uh, you. usually
0: United. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah, You got Van, Van Persie. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Van Persie. Van
0: Persie, Alexis Sanchez. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 I want to say it's a little bit different just because, you know, Arsenal was technically going through that. I don't know what you want to call it, not a rebuild or restructuring, but they were just trying to get their books right. Um, I mean, they were catching, I mean, essentially it was good business, but what we want to see is good soccer. So yeah. Yeah, they were doing they were letting everybody go from I I want to say like it originally started happening with like Ashley Cole, you know, when he left. Bring him out. Um and then it just, <laughs> kind, of just uh, kind of kind of started to Yeah, say what you will about Chelsea and Roman Abramovich, but that guy knows how to put money into his club. Oh, for sure. And I think that that's a different, yeah.
1: Okay. All right, well, let's see what else. Making our rounds around the league. Uh what happened with Barcelona, man? I thought I thought the the uh, La Liga was theirs to win. What what they do?
0: Let a let a let a lead go by and potentially the tape the the, the 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 title too. So, I mean, they came back what yesterday and picked up a good win. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was. I mean, they literally that was theirs for the taking. Up one nothing. Ended up losing two one. Just doesn't look good. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: like it's like a roller coaster with these guys. They start bad. They get momentum. They get wow. they get worse. Things change. Future's looking bright. Their destiny's in their own hands. They drop the ball. They bounce back, but the ball has been dropped. I mean.
0: Yeah, you're totally right. They, yeah, they, the ball has definitely been dropped. You know, it's kind of, it's, it's really interesting to see that. I feel like PSG is doing that a little bit too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, even, you know, the top four teams in Italy were kind of doing that. It's, it's really been quite a fun season to watch in multiple leagues this year. So, I mean, I'm not super mad at it, though I am. Obviously, you know, being an Argentine, I do want Messi to win every title he can get his hands on. But it is definitely making it more exciting toward the end of the season here. So
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. Speaking of like, yeah, Serie A team's dropping the ball. I guess we got to say shout out to Antonio Conte, Lautaro Martinez, my man Big Ron. First Scudetto <laughs> in what, nine, ten years?
0: I mean, Juve had won it, what was it, nine years in a row, Something right?
1: like that, yeah. They were
0: I mean, yeah, really huge. Yeah, great for Inter, great for Lautaro. That's the man right there. So hopefully the successor, they can get him and Messi to play together on the same field on the same you know, the same field, that would be something amazing in Argentina. But anyway, yeah, really great for Inter Milan. Looking futures looking bright there. Yeah,
1: I saw like I I actually wasn't on social media, so this week because of uh, you know, the awareness and all Same. that but uh, I did see right. somewhere it might it might have been on ESPN I was watching it and like they had like the pictures of like the ender players just like driving all through Milan just turning up
0: <laughs> and, I didn't
1: see and, that yo know, <laughs> whenever like if you get back on tomorrow like just look 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 for like Romelu Lukaku just like riding through the city t- like yelling like they are they're having a good time man they deserve Amazing. it though. they deserve it good you know
0: they do deserve it. I mean, really, someone other than Juve deserves yeah. it. Every fan of Italian football deserves this. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's that's it's really big news. Antonio Conte and his baseball hats with his suit yes. deserves <laughs> it. It's yeah. <laughs> so yeah, really, really big news. I just don't see how at this point, you know, Juve crashed out of Champions League way too early. They're not gonna win. They're not going anything this year, are they?
1: I mean, forgive I forgive just, us if they won a cup somewhere along the way, but I no because I think uh, Dries Mertens' team uh, was it Napoli. I think they beat them in the cup, or maybe they beat Inter. I don't know. I don't yes, think they won they, anything.
0: Uh, I don't see how how Pirlo keeps his job. The legend that is Pirlo keeps his job. I mean, that's you know you've got the best team in Italy nine years in a row, and then you can't get anything done with them. But that's a different yeah, story.
1: yeah. That's a different story for a different day. Today. We're going to talk about what everybody else has been talking about. It happened yesterday, you know, what they were calling the most important game in English football, two old guards, Liverpool, Man U, depending on how the game went, an EPL champion would have been announced that day being Man City if Manchester United didn't win. Brooks, what do you think about the – the incidents, both of the incidents. What, what's your take? Just how you feel? What's this mean?
0: Uh, so, I mean, well, I think that first of all, I mean, I know mathematically it's not wrapped up, but City is the champions, and I'm really happy for Pep again. Um, really happy for Kuhn. Everyone that you know plays for City supports City, uh, and anyone basically that's not a Manchester United fan. But anyway. Um, I think that, you know, the, I've been listening to a lot of things, reading a lot of things, and I feel like, I mean, it was probably really good for football. I think that, you know, the Glazers are really, really awful owners. I think that most of the Americans that own any football team are pretty terrible owners. Uh, and I we have, you know, lots of stats, including financials to back all that up. Um, but I think that this was kind of like, a shot that needed to be heard or something like I really think that this was I, when I was watching it I was like oh this is awful there's like like a 14 year old boy up on the net doing his thing.
1: Was doing his thing. <laughs> uh,
0: it was amazing but like seeing the aftermath like the game was postponed like I think that this sent a pretty strong message uh and that's kind of what the fans have been trying to do for a while especially since you know the ESL coming out and that worked so I mean I think that you know, good on the United fans. I think that that was something that I think needs to be done. You know, you hear how much money the Glazers have, have taken from Man United, and that just it doesn't make a happy fan base. So, I, I mean, this is – I think it was something that is actually pretty good, and I hope the outcome uh, remains positive.
1: Okay. So, I mean, here's my – okay, I'll tell you where I stood. When I – so, when the <laughs> yeah. first – so, I was I was actually – I was going to watch – I was going to watch the game with a couple of friends, and I was looking forward to it. Actually, mm-hmm. I'll tell you the truth. I was also a little bit tired from the night before, so I wasn't really looking forward to getting up and being somewhere at nine thirty. So halfway through the Arsenal game, they they like cut over and they're like, "Oh, like scenes from Old Trafford." And like the first the first group right. went in, right? They went in, right? I mean, I don't know how peaceful a break in can be, but they broke they broke down the gate. <laughs> maybe the maybe security let them in. They got through. They stayed in for about five minutes, you know. Lit off the flares. They were wearing like the green and the yellow for like whatever Manchester yeah. used to be before it was United. I don't remember to be honest. I don't. I mean, I don't even think I was alive, but uh, mm. but uh, whoever they were, and I thought I thought it was I thought it was tasteful. I was like, you know, like they're not like in here. Like they didn't yeah. bleach the pitch. They're not burning. I think a couple corner flags got taken. I was like, you know what, this is tasteful. You no, know, like I don't really think. Anything needs to happen besides like they came in, they made themselves their voices heard, and you know it's like if you if you hate i mean here's my here's my only thing I'm like if you hate the club so much, but you also love the club so much that like that's like it's like a little confusing right it's like you hate the club, you love the club, but you hate the owners, but the owners but the owners yeah. like they do they hate the club or do they love the club like I feel like I'm not like I'm not a, an apologist for the glazers. But like this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, they bought Paul Pogba about four or five seasons ago. He wasn't cheap, right? Okay. They bought Bruno Fernandez, Daniel James, Addison. Like, I feel like they're trying. Like, I don't understand why everyone hates the Glazers so much. That being said, I know they take mu- I know they <laughs> take money out of the club. That being said, if you hate the owner so much. I'm not saying protesting is not the right way because I, I, here's the only thing. I just don't think the Glazers are going to sell the club because, you know, a couple hundred people breached the stadium. I feel like this, I'm just saying, I'm not a Man U fan. I'm wearing a Man U jersey right now because it looks cool. But I feel like if I was a Man U fan. <laughs> shout out to Pharrell yeah, out on that Man, out to man U jersey. Man, shout out to Pharrell. Hit him with the Star Trek. Here, here's my thing. If I was a Man U fan, I feel like I would just stop. I would, I feel like I would just boycott the team. Like, stop buying jerseys, stop watching games, stop, like, just, I I mean, I don't, like, that's the thing, like, it's hard for me to understand, and maybe you can break it down, because I'm like, I don't know if I would have gone to protest, but I would stop supporting them, like, I would try to hurt them financially, to where it's like, the owners are like, okay, no one is messing with the club anymore, maybe I need to do something differently, but I feel like, this is like, I don't know, like, I feel like they're the kind of people where like, if you just like do something like this, but you keep buying jerseys, like you, like the guys broke into the stadium, they were wearing man jerseys. I'm like, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know, like he, respond tell me what you think about that. Cause I'm just like, like, I understand you're yeah. mad, but I feel like the same people that are mad, like you're still supporting the club, which it's like, that's like, it's like right. a guy telling like, or a girl telling a guy like, I don't like you, but like, she still comes over to watch movies every night. it's like, <laughs> do you not like me? Or like, it's like, it's like a mixed signal. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why I'm just a little bit confused. Cause I'm like, is there something else you can do? Yeah. It's like, I feel like you can do something else besides tell them you don't like them. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I mean, you bring up a really good point because I feel like technically, I mean, we just talked about this, but by math, um man you can still technically win the title right it's not it's not officially cities yet um so this is right so I mean again I think it will be in one or two weeks but anyway uh, it's kind of an odd timing I think like to your point it's just odd timing like this is the best they've done since obviously since Sir Alex Ferguson left you know they're they've never been looking this good in the league um you know they're probably, to be honest, gonna win Europa League. As much as that yeah. hurts me to say, um, but I just, you know, being a fan of a of a team who's owned by Americans, it's a little bit of a different story. Just because, you know, Stan Kroenke hasn't put a literally hasn't put a penny in. Um, and I, and yeah, you bring up a good point where they bought Paul Pogba. You know, they they slurred some Bruno Maguire. Harry I Yeah, I mean, I don't
1: Harry Maguire. Harry, yeah.
0: You know, and they picked up, albeit he was a free, but they did pick up Cavani. Who's, if they didn't have Cavani right now, like, I, I mean, Martial is Martial. Plus, he's hurt. Um, Rashford hasn't had the greatest scoring season. You know, if they didn't really, if they didn't have Cavani and Bruno Fernandez, like, where would they be? They definitely wouldn't be second on the table. So, yeah, I think it's it's odd timing, but I just think that it's just a culmination of all things. You know, the money, how much they literally take from. They act like it's you know they're. bank like a like a loan officer they just keep taking from man united um and then the you know the announcement to come out and support or be a part of the esl i think that maybe is just like a bit of a tipping point there uh i also think that you know for the amount of fans that protested at arsenal a couple weeks ago there were way 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 more um you know protesting the super league and the cronkies for i think a better reason like you know they're tenth on the table right now they don't spend money on anyone they bought Pepe but they did it in an odd way where it's like you know weird payments over four or six years or something like that so plus there just weren't that many fans to protest that were that were protesting I mean again if we look at the Arsenal pictures two weeks ago versus the man you picked there is it was kind of night and day difference um I thought there would be a lot more United fans but there really weren't that many you know yeah I mean yeah They got a great, a couple, uh, corner flags that I'd have, I'd have somewhere. I mean, this is my wife's office, but I'd have them somewhere and, you know, that's a pretty great souvenir. Um, and I'm glad that it seems like they kept it somewhat, somewhat cordial. I I heard that like there was a gate left open. There's there's all sorts of like, you know, rumors or whisperings as to how they actually got in, but they didn't really, you know, do any vandalization. It was, I saw them throw what appeared to be an extremely expensive tripod, Ah, um, but yeah, saw <laughs> you saw that?
1: Homeboy through it. Yeah, I saw that a few times.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you have a good point. I don't, I mean, I, and not being a United fan, I don't really have all of the insight uh, as to why. But, I mean, I think it's kind of like this was just the tipping point with the ESL. And, you know, they've hated the Glazers for quite a long time. Um,
1: so. Okay. So, we, we got we to ask the audience. Man, you fans, if you're watching, get, yeah. let us know. A, do you think this is gonna make the Glazers sell? Ed Woodward, Woodward, whatever his name is already said he's leaving. Like he set out like a like an exit plan. He's already out. Um, do you think that like, or what do you not like? Like what, what is it that the Glazers are doing besides you know using uh Man U as their personal slush fund? What are they doing that makes you so mad? Right. Like I like I'm not saying they're doing everything right. But I, I think I mean I'm not a Man fan, but I'm. They're doing something. Right? You guys are second in the table. Harry Maguire was 80 mil. Bruno mm. was a lot. Pogba's your highest <laughs> signing at about 90. Dan James wasn't cheap. Juan Basaco wasn't cheap. Like, right. The Brazilian or Portuguese guy on left back. I mean, I feel like you guys, like you guys are second best team in the Premier League. You're the best league in the yeah. Europa League. Like you got, you guys are steroided up. I mean, like I, mean, like I'm not saying I'd be happy to be a man. You, Happy point. to be a Man U fan, but, but like, what's the, what's the? I mean, the owner, he might be a bad guy, but I mean, I feel like he's putting. Like, it's hard to beat Pep, man. It's hard. Like Chelsea did it, you know. Liverpool did it, man. Man, you might. Who knows? Yeah. They might do it. I don't know. But like, here, here's my other thing. So like, kind of like what Brooks said. Like, I thought like. Like, I'm not saying that the outrage isn't real, but I felt like there should have been more people. Like, if you want to send a message, you need more you need more people. Cause I'm thinking it's like, like, I like I made a post on Reddit and I got some interesting comments. Like one guy said, like, okay, like you got like a couple hundred guys that are that are P.O.'d, they come down here, they protest, the game gets postponed. What about you know, the players, you know, like that, like for them to reschedule this game is going to be pretty hard, right? Like schedule's already packed. You know, Jurgen Klopp don't play that. He's already upset. He already thinks the schedule's too packed. Now they got to get another game in because it's postponed. Forget about it. Second, it's like, I mean, your team's going to play a a game in a tough spot. Uh, You know, they're going to lose money. Maybe you don't care about the money. Other, but then think about like the other fans. You got fans over here. You got fans in Brazil. You got fans in Spain. You got fans in the Far East. Like all those people took time out of their day to watch the game, and you guys kind of ruined that for them. And like, do those fans? And like, here's here's where like the question is: It's like, are the is it is it just the British fans that are upset, or is it all Man U fans? And I'm,
0: I think that you hit a good point. Oh, sorry, is it it just
1: the British guys? Because like, if so, like you got you. You have the ability, or of course you have the ability, but like you have the right to speak up. I just want to know, like, why why are you so mad? Because like a lot of the guys that I know, and we're stateside, like they're like, yeah, the owners suck, but I don't think they're like to a point. Because it's like, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. We live at well, we, I'm in Utah, right? I'm in Salt Lake City. Used to support our local club. I still like them, Real Salt Lake. Old story. Dude named Checkets owned the club. Some people liked him, some people didn't. I don't know if there was ever a campaign to get him out, but they got him out. And the next guy that came in, I can tell you right now, it went down a notch. So getting a new owner doesn't always guarantee that they're like, you might get a new owner that might like be pro-united. I mean, he might've been born in Manchester, you know, war red his whole life, but maybe he doesn't have the same assets to buy you a Bruno Fernandez or a Harry Maguire. Like, all I'm saying is like, Like if the guy hates football and it's a business, but he does enough to keep you. I don't know. Like maybe you know. Like don't don't flame me. Don't don't dox don't dox me. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just curious. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, Yeah, I'm wearing a New Jersey. I got a few others. I don't wear them. This one, you know, you can kind of tell. Not really, but anyway, I'm just I'm just curious because it's like I feel like you guys are a competitive club. Like I would be happy to be a Man U fan for, for, for in terms of like how you're performing in the table, but. They're like, obviously people are pissed or at least certain people are pissed. And like, like, if it, is it just the ownership that needs to change? Like you should be mad at the manager. Why aren't you mad at Oli Gunnar Solskjaer? Like you should be mad at him. You should. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's a good point. I I think that I, that's something else they should be happy with. Right. I know that as an Arsenal fan, having an Arsenal, some call him a legend. Yeah. I'm not going to call him a legend. He was yeah, he was a captain for a few years, you know. Yeah, and he was, you know, missed a crucial <laughs> penalty. But you know, we're not going to talk about that. But I think that you know, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer is is a legend for Man- at Man United. Like he, it was his foot that gave them. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's a different story. But I think that it just took some time for him to really settle in, for the you know the team to really adapt to the way that he wanted to them to play and to the way that. I I guess his style of managing and coaching and you can see that, you know, sticking with him, um, which this is not directly the Glazers decision, but it's people higher up and they stuck with him. And I think that it's starting to pay off We're seeing that. Um, But I do think like to go back to your earlier point, I do think that it's, it's probably more of a British fan or at least a, a Manchester fan base. And I think that they're really the only fans that, I mean, I don't know how to, how to softly say this. I think that they have the right to be upset more so than an American, you know, a stateside fan or a fan, you know, and one of the Asian con- uh, countries or South American countries. I just think that, you know, especially if, you know, like you said, they grew up wearing red, supporting them their whole lives, because that's what it's, it, it's, it feels like something has been taken away from you. And it, and it is the Glazers that did that, you know, that took them public and that made them this, I don't know. It, there's just a there's a good and a bad to every side because you know when you lose some ownership or some control, when the fans lose some control or ownership of that club, you know that's when real money essentially starts to come in um but I mean yeah, you can't have it both ways, and i would yeah, I would be interested to know like what if we could get you know one of the protesters to give us some insight as to what exactly it was that they were, you know, so mad about. That would be, I know that they want their club back, right. Give us our club back. You know, they're flying, flying the, the green and yellow. Um, they're, you know, talking about you stole our club, give it back. But I mean, you bring up a good point. They are, they are performing really well. They, I'm going to say it right here. I think they, they will win the Europa league. Um, and they're gonna be back in Champions League and they're probably finishing number two this year in, in the league, which I know everyone wants to be number one, but I mean, hey, as an Arsenal fan, what yeah. I wouldn't give for number yeah. two
1: uh, you know,
0: so. from 10th. T-
1: well, yeah, let me let me say one more thing about this situation too. So yeah. I'm like, okay, so I don't know exact, I don't know exactly when uh, Man U like was sold to the American owners, right? I don't know. All I know is the club right now is worth about three point five billion, right? They're worth three point five billion. That's a B, a B for yeah, Brooks, That's a B. That's a B for billion. That's a B for billion. That's triple B billionaire boys. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is like, if it was owned by the people, not saying the people don't have the same business acumen of an of, as an American business owner, but. Or or maybe the the value of the club isn't important. But without being a club worth a billion dollars and generating the kind of revenue that they've achieved because of their business acumen, you couldn't afford to buy the Brunos, the Paul's, the Fernandez, the Juan Basakas. You couldn't you couldn't do all of that. Like you look at some of these German clubs, like no shade, no shade to the Bundesliga. But like a lot of these clubs that got the 50 plus one ownership arrangement, like like look at clones. Look at yeah. uh, Werner Bremen, uh, uh, Dusseldorf Football Club. Like, yeah. they, like they could barely afford to buy like a, like an Alexis Sanchez. You know, after thirty two years, like that. Like, like I'm just saying, like you, you don't like. It's like, like, like Brooks right. said, you can't, you can't have it both ways. Or at least, I don't know of a way that you can have it both ways. I mean, Bayern Munich would be the exception. Bayern Munich's the exception to the rule. No other club is moving like Bayern Munich is. And I think the exception to Bayern Munich is they are a direct path to the – German. like they are an extension of the German national team, and there's a history and there's an understanding with the German players. It's like we want to win. We're going to go here. We're going to go here on free transfers because there's an understanding. It's what our coach probably told us to do, and that's what we've been like built to do since day one. Schalke 4 knows it. Dortmund knows it. Uh, You know, uh, yeah. Bayer Leverkusen, like everyone knows, like our good players are going here and they're going on free transfers. And then they got a wage structure that, like, they're not paying. Like, David De Gea is making like 30 mil a season. No one at Bayern's making that kind of money. And I mean, and I'm not saying, I'm just saying, in the Premier League, there's a lot, like, there's a lot more competition. Like, if you don't play for Man U, you go to the other side, you're blue. There's four clubs in London. You know, there's Liverpool. There's teams like Everton that are still competitive. Newcastle almost got money. So it's just like, like, the grass isn't always greener. I'm like, maybe they sell, but, you know, who says, like, okay, now the fans. Well, first off, like, I think you said, like, the fans said they were going to go to the bank and get the money. Is the bank going to give them that money? J.P. Morgan would buy the bank. J.P. Morgan would give you the money. But, like, who's to say if the fans own the club? like, Like, it's like. Look at Thierry Henry. Look at uh look at no Andreas Pirlo. He loves Juventus. He loves football. He ran the club into the dirt. Passion isn't always enough. Like, like, find a guy that loves football more than Pirlo. How did Juventus not? Juventus might not finish top four. Ronaldo might have to leave the club because he loves to play European football. It's like the fans, you guys might take over. Please don't flame me. I'm sorry, but you guys might take over and run man, you right down into the championship, and they're competing with Nottingham Forest and ask, or like Norwich. I don't know. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I gotta say about it. You know, I, I'm not condemning any of the protesters. I understand you guys did what you felt you had to do. I think you did it in a mostly respectful way you know i know you know that tripod got damaged let's put together a gofundme or something help help out the cameraman maybe he had insurance you know i think a few people got injured but you know what i like who who's to say what really happened there so i'm not condemning any of you people you did you you just i'm a little bit confused and i'm not saying you did the wrong thing i just don't think they're gonna sell because of a little protest i think if you really want to sell. Like, hit them where it right. hit it Like, the money Money speaks. Stop buying jerseys. Stop going to games. Stop streaming the games. Support another club. I, I mean, I know that would be hard, but if, if the stadium's empty, granted there's still billions of streams around the world, but if the stadium's empty come next fall, they might get the message. If, if jersey sales drop. If support goes down, unfollow them on Instagram, unfollow them on Twitter. If their social media drops and they become pretty much irrelevant, like players won't want to go there because they want to play in front of fans. Like imagine, imagine if you're Paul Pogba and you go to play at Old Trafford and there's 2,000 people in the stands after the pandemic's over instead of like 60. You're not going to re-sign when, you know, City has 80,000 and Real Madrid has 100,000 at the Bernabeu. Like, like, I think there's better ways. I'm not like telling you not to do it. I'm just saying you do that, but also do this. I think there's better ways to get your message across that could really hurt the owners if you hate them that much. But at the same time, I would say, you know, the new owners might not buy you an $80 million center back that's barely, barely making the cut. That's all. No, no, no shout, no shade, no shade. Harry Maguire. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's all. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, our our center back, our yeah, we had to get a thirty-two-year-old, somewhat washed-up, sign him to its extension. That's how bad it was. For, yeah, we, we had
1: to sign a thirty-six. It could, it could, could be
0: worse, but yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm with
1: Thiago Silva. I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you're yeah you're yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's, that's true though he still he he's still top, of shelf. I would still would have taken him. Still top. I mean, he's getting, it looks like he's getting a little bit more injured, uh, a little bit more injury prone, but I still, man, I would have taken that guy. I would have taken him. I would have taken Cavani. There were such, there were some pretty good frees that PSG yeah. just like uh, Ibra was a free. I mean, just let, man, these just guys let, just them let them all go at the end of their contract. I let it run down. Yeah.
1: Well, well, I guess that's probably I, – I feel like we said what we can about the Manchester United situation. God bless Man U fans. God bless Man U. I hope you guys figure it right. out. Uh, good luck in the Europa League. But, like, before we go, let's let's talk real quick. Let's talk predictions for the uh, the Champions League this week. Uh, I think we've already established, uh, you know, who, who, who we support in that regard. But, like, well, what are your predictions, Brooks? Like, who do you think wins tomorrow's game against Paris and City?
0: Uh, it's just, I mean, this is if 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 you've kind of been paying attention to Liga, and this is kind of how PSG play. It's like, you know, they'll they'll lose the game to a mid level, a mid table team, and then they're gonna come back and you know go f- win for nothing. So that's a really tough prediction if I'm basing it off of last week at all. Um, I mean even with that red card they just looked like they were fed up frustrated it just didn't look like a team that had like the camaraderie that city does doesn't have the, de- the- i don't think it has the depth on the uh, at the bench on that city does um they just didn't look <laughs> nearly as good as city like i said mbappe had 30 touches versus i think navas 31 touches uh, neymar still being named i'm just like dude they just didn't if if it's any if last week is any indication i think that city Easily goes through because plus they're playing at home. I mean, they just looked amazing. De Bruyne is back. De Bruyne is fit. Aguero <laughs> scored at the weekend. He might not even need to play, um, but yeah, it looks like I think City is going to go through. Which yeah, I love Pep, but I really want PSG to just get this, and I want you know the Shad Argentine Pochettino to get his uh, and all the Argentines on the PSG roster too. So. It looks like City's going through. I hope that you know they turn things around, but it looks like PSG is going. I mean, City's going through, and I think that uh, if they do go through, they are easily take you know the other end of the games. Maybe it's going to be Chelsea for your sake. I hope that it is, um, but I just think that that's going to be. It would be cool to have an all English final, but City would, I think, have no trouble taking care of them. Listen. That's my prediction.
1: I, I I feel like I have to agree with you. <laughs> I mean it like City, City on their day, they're just a force to be reckoned with. They got goals like from, from the front to the back, <laughs> goalkeeper can assist, goalkeeper can score if he wanted. Really? To. Like even like when their players aren't performing. Other players step up, like Sterling can't score. Ilki Gunda ones, you know, going on an eight-game run, he'll get a hat trick in the game. That was nutty nuts. You know, yeah, Ruben Diaz getting headers. John Stones can't defend well, but you know what? He's getting goals. DeBrunner's good in goals. Fernand Torres getting goals. Bernardo still, the whole team. And it's like, for, for PSG, man, it's like, if it's not going through one of the two, you know who they are. Mbappe, Neymar, it's not go- or, or Di Maria is, like, spamming across. It's, like, they, like, I feel like they rely too much on, like, like like a 30-second, like, moment of, like, brilliance, and, like, now all of a sudden they're one up, but then they got to play, like, 85 minutes yeah. and, like, stop City. And I feel like to stop City from, like, scoring, like, where right. they have to win, like, they have to either win one, P- PSU would have to win 1-0, or... Did they lose 2 1 at Paris or was it 3 1? Okay, so they would have to well, win.
0: They lost 2 1.
1: No, 2 uh, 0.
0: No, because they, they got, yeah, 2-0. they got two away goals. Yeah, City got two away goals. I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I can see them scoring two goals, you know, on any given day, but I just can also see yes, City yes. scoring easily. Um, yeah. especially yeah, with not, that yeah. defense right now. Oh.
1: Yeah. So I yeah, the prediction, like we want PSG to win. We both want PSG to win. but I just so, like, if, if I'm putting money on the game, I'm going with the sky. Dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you on that. I definitely think that that's, who's going through. What do you, I mean, it's Pep has been here before. I know that you know, he's had a tough run yeah. since he's left Barcelona as far as the champions league goes. But he's, this is just, I mean, it just feels, it just feels like he is going to win this. It feels like they, I don't know, they finally all have that belief back. Kind of like his first, like, what's his second season when they were like, yeah, you thought for sure they were winning everything. It just, you know, it kind of feels like that again. So I think that they're going to, I think that this is their year. That would be great. I really hope that he does it. But again, on the other hand, I do I wish it was PSG but it's going to be City and it's going to be Pep and I think that that's going to yeah. be great for them. I'm happy yeah. for I, City I too. I'm happy like, for the City fans. Like,
1: we have our preferences but like to me the way this final four panned out there's really no losers. Like if City wins, I love like I like Pep a lot and I love a whole bunch of City players. That good for them. If PSG wins, yeah. Not sure that I love Punch, but I don't mind him. But I love a bunch of PSG players, and I'd love to see them win. Their first league, their first, their first title, too. If Chelsea wins, yeah, that's, that's my team. I don't need to say anything else. I don't need to say oh, anything else. I
0: would be so mad.
1: Cry later. And if, man, if, Real, if Real Madrid wins, I'm like, at the same <laughs> time, like, I mean, who doesn't like Zinedine Zidane? I mean, I don't want Real Madrid is the last team I want to see win, but at the same, at, but at the same time, it's like, right? It's like same. it's hard for me not like I. It's hard for me not to re- root for Zinedine Zidane. Like I feel like people don't give him respect as a manager. They say like, oh yeah, like you know, like you. Of course, you can win the Champions right. League if you had Ronaldo. And he wins three in a row. And then they're like, "Okay, come back when he's gone." And right. last season, they win the league. And granted, it was, a, it was a it was a you know people call it a weird season, but he won. And now he's you know in a in a semifinal like, again in the Champions League, and you know he's doing it with he's doing it with kids this time. He's doing it. He, like he's, he's showing good. people like I'm not just you know, you know a, a a ball dribbling distributing maestro that headbutts people when I lose my cool. He's showing I got my cool back, and I have not lost the plot. And I know how to manage a team. Like he, I tell I'll tell you this: he's earned my respect for the sec for the second time in twenty years. So absolutely, it's like th- there's no loser. There's no loser. There's only winners. But there's degrees are yeah. used to it. So anyway, he's whiz, man. And by like, the way, like, that how, Benzema goal. Hate on that. Like you can't. Like you can't hate on that. Right.
0: No. Yeah. And they're not even playing in their um, normal stadium. <laughs> they're, so, yeah, there's kind of a lot going against them. And I think that this is a really great run. I definitely don't – I mean, I, I don't want them to win it. I don't want Chelsea to win it either. But, uh, yeah, I think City's going to – yeah, it's just, that's going to be – I think that'll probably be a more exciting game um, than PSG. But just because yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically yeah. level, you know, 1-1. Uh, Chelsea have the away goal, but it's going to be, you know, Man, Madrid will be away. So up. I think that this is so gonna be really, that's going to be a really, really good game. Is, yeah, I bet. And I, 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 I just, this is what you get when I just can't believe, if, if there are any fans out there that don't know what it's like to have been a Chelsea fan before Roman Abramovich, just think, just think sure. like... Yeah, I guess I would say yeah, West
1: Ham. That's fair, West Ham. Like, you know, you're, like you're not you, you you're not terrible, but like you know, there's no real chance. Like it's like I I read something about West Ham, like they yeah. wanted to like like Antonio, their striker, he's been like struggling for fitness all season, and they're like trying to identify some new some new strikers, and David Moyes is like on the Daily News talking about like we don't have the money, like. It's like, you never have the money. Like, but, but but you're, but you're good. Like you're a yeah. good London club. You play at London Stadium, but you just can't compete. Like You can compete for a season, but as soon as the injuries roll in, you don't have the depth, and that's it. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Roman Abramovich turned them around. And I think – I'm going to have to fact check this. I'm going to get hit up if I'm wrong. But I think that he was – that was his second oh. choice. Was to buy West Weston. I think that uh, had Chelsea uh-huh. not made Champions League that year, that's- he wasn't going to buy them. That's I think that's how the story goes. Yeah, we'll have to fact check that, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, it, he he was in the running. He's like, okay, I want a London club. Prefer it to be Chelsea because you know they. Yeah, I guess are the better known they are now anyway. But um, I, I don't remember if I. Th- I think that. West Ham was up there on the table too, and uh yeah, he was like, Well, if Chelsea makes Champions League, it's a done deal. If they don't, I may have to yeah. go a different way. But yeah, so you you turned out really lucky. He's put a ton of money into that club, his own personal money, yeah. which is, is admirable. And you you know, we go over what yeah, so we just Roman talked Abramovich. about. The I would never roam so.
1: in roaming in, roam stay. Open up the purse and pay. You know? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I've. Have no, there been Roman no, out? I mean, is there any Not, is there, is there not as long as I, not as I can remember. Okay. I've never. I wouldn't imagine heard for anybody. Like, there's been you know shouts for coaches to go, but never the yeah, man top. No. I mean, he's he's a philanthropist, man. Exactly. Yeah,
0: he's usually he's, the one to the get coaches yeah, but, to yeah, go. You're right. He, you say yeah, philanthropist.
1: Like Roman's, like he's like the model coach. It's like you win, you lose like four games in a row, and he's like calling the Calling the chairman, saying like, "What's going on? Like, yeah. tell this guy to leave. Like, I don't want to see him ever again. Yeah. Like, all he wants to do is win. Like, all all Roman wants to do is be competitive and win at any cost. Like yep. you said, he's taking money out of his own pocket because because he got he got money. Like it, it doesn't mean much to him. You know, he's like, yes. oh, we need a we need another strike. The only the, the only thing I'll say about Roman Abram, this is my only critique. Yeah. If you watch this Roman, I love you." But it's like uh like so we like we Chelsea is notorious for like letting players go before they're developed and then like seeing them later as they're good. Kind of like man you let Pogba go uh, bought him back for ninety. Oh man. Like Serge Gnabry yeah, exactly. when he left like Arsenal that. and now he's killing Roman it Bayern Munich. When stuff like that happens, like he's okay. such a proud man, he's like, We will not buy that player back. Like Declan Rice used to be a Chelsea kid. They let him go to West Ham. He's like, "Sorry, bro, you're great, but we will buy anyone else for twice." Like they West Ham can say he's seventy mil. He's like, "Okay, we'll go. We'll go pick up uh, someone else for one forty that does the same thing. Like just just out of pride. Like we aren't buying Kevin De Bruyne back because we let him go. Yeah. We're not buying back Romelu Lukaku." Cause we let him go, like it's a pride thing, but like, but but he'll still spend the money. That's that's the thing. Yeah, there
0: was a video I just saw with Jose Mourinho, uh, and he was talking about. I'm not a Jose Mourinho fan, but he was like talking about Roman Abramovich, and he was like, "There's this, you know." At the time, I was telling him, "There's a striker I really want. We need him. He would be. He is the missing piece." And he's like, "Well, who who is this guy? I want to go watch him." Blah, 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 he's like no no no, no Roman you don't ask questions you just it, pay for the player and that, that player you know what that player ended up being
1: oh nice okay okay Drogba. okay that i didn't know okay
0: yeah so i mean the that i had just i just saw that it's a pretty cool story i mean it's 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 cool because that shows that Abramovich really i mean it shows how much he cares but it shows how into like kind of the day-to-day he is, you know, he, he, he's, he's not just a, he's just, he's not one of these never present owners. You you see him, I feel like every Chelsea home game, they pan to Abramovich. Yeah. And it's unbelievable. You, you, once a year, maybe when probably there was, you know, when, I don't know, when there was something going on in London that, Kroenke had to be at. You, you see him maybe at an Arsenal game once a year, but this guy, he loves his club. He loves the game. He loves, you know, supporting them and putting his money into them. So, yeah, that's uh, that much I will say uh, that he's taken them from, you know, a club that really didn't have much going for them as, as far as like, you know, big trophies or anything in the past. Long and he's that. put them Chelsea elite, baby. on the world stage. So. West London, let's go. Really, really. I mean, I never saw. <laughs> I never saw that many. I never saw Chelsea jerseys until, yeah, like middle yeah. of like, late like two thousand four six. They everyone's started to come out. out. Yeah. You know, now and then everyone. Every, 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 like, everyone's a like Chelsea fan.
1: Yeah, you know when you when you pick up a drug, bro, and you got John Terry and Frank Lampard and all of a sudden Michael Ballack's on the team and Michael Essien and yeah uh, Joe Cole and all. All and then you right. sign like an Ashley Cole, and you got Pedretti, yeah, Branislav. Like all, like all these legendary guys. It's like it's hard mm-hmm. not to be a fan. It's like, but it's like, yeah, it's like an overnight. Yeah. Like, it's kind. It's almost kind of like the same thing with City, right? But, but, but more personal because like Roman, like he's like he's in London, he's he's mm-hmm. trying to do things, and he's like vocal about it, like, like even like even like with the uh, with the ESL stuff, like apparently like they were like i mean he like gave it the okay but he thought that it was a good thing and like the minute he saw that his fans were like not happy he was like irate he's like what what do you mean the fans are upset like get us out of this like no debate about it like get us out the fans aren't happy we don't need the money we like we just like i just want to be a a club that's loved that is successful i don't care about it. Like, that's all he cares about is like, he wants to be liked and he wants to win. Yeah. All right. Now we got,
0: yeah. Yeah. Which is the exact opposite from KSE Enterprises. But, you know, that's a good point. And I think that that's just, you know, to, to, to add one more to that, I think one of the, I don't know who wrote this or who said it, it just came out on Arsenal's page. Yeah. It was like, you know, we didn't want to be left behind. And that's why we joined the ESL. And I think that that may have been a lot of, I'm not saying that that's a great reason or that's a valid excuse, but I do think that somewhere out there, that's that's a pretty valid, like, oh, shoot. So you're saying that this is going to be the biggest thing in the world. And you're saying that if we don't sign, we're going to be left behind and we're going to be like, I mean, an Aston Villa or a sympathize. West Ham or something. We don't want to yeah, be I can that sympathize a big with six that. clubs. So I think that we have to jump on this boat. Yeah. Yeah. In that respect. Yeah. But I, yeah. So who knows? But. I, uh, yeah, I mean, Abramovich (laughs) has been incredible what you would have bought our to be honest.
1: All right, man. Well, I think that's probably, that probably just about does it for, uh, this week's, uh, edition of the 12th man podcast. Uh, for sure. Oh, of course. What you got?
0: Can we add one more thing? So I forgot about this. We, uh, last week we talked about Zaha and the blacked out boots um, we have another Whodunit. seemingly switcher to Puma. Oh, um, right, so Sigurdsson. the Everton game was, was wearing like
1: at one o'clock over the weekend. Time, did you see I that? Didn't catch it, man! Shout out to Gilfy Sigurdsson, though. What's up, Iceland?
0: Okay, okay.
1: What's up, Puma? Yeah, wow, that's yeah. That's What's crazy. up, Iceland and Puma?
0: Just scooping Jeez, up, taking scooping up players
1: left and right. Yo, <laughs>
0: yeah. Send the our contract. our we'll is still tonight. there for them to scoop us up.
1: Yeah, yeah, they are.
0: Just so sign that tonight. Cool. Yes, sir. All right, then,
1: well, if, that's, right. if that's it, then uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Same time, same place. Thank you for, uh, you know, your support. And uh, it's Blaine and we got Brooks. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. All right, I'm going to stop the recording okay we'll just we'll just edit this part out okay the recording should be stopping but uh okay
0: okay.